0: Welcome to Early Intervention Matters, the podcast that helps parents, teachers and health professionals understand the diagnosis, treatment, care and support of children with autism, ADHD, Tourette's and other neurodevelopmental challenges. Your host, Dr. Inyang Takon, is a consultant neurodevelopment pediatrician and she will provide insight through interviews, answering questions and breaking down complicated topics. By sharing stories from parents and professionals in the field, we hope to make sense of what can be an overwhelming topic. Early intervention is crucial with children with developmental difficulties. Yes, early intervention matters. And now, here's your host, Dr. Inyan Takon. Hello, everyone. Um, thank you once again. Lovely to see you back on Early Intervention Matters podcast. Um, Today I'm going to be talking about a different topic and uh, this stems from one of the questions about whether girls can have ADHD. So we will be talking about this today. Now just to remind ourselves of what ADHD is, ADHD refers to attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Now I know when we look at the definition, we're expecting the typical child with ADHD to be a child being hyperactive, running around everywhere, um, being lively and on the go. Many people would see children who have ADHD and are not hyperactive and wonder whether they've given them the right diagnosis. So we're going to discuss some of that today. We do know that boys are more commonly diagnosed with ADHD and in terms of girls that are diagnosed with ADHD, they're less, much less than boys. And the reason for this is because like I've mentioned, people are looking for the typical hyperactive, lively and impulsive girls. And that's why this um, series is quite important today. Lots of girls present very differently with ADHD symptoms. So you might find that a girl with ADHD is never hyperactive. She, on the contrary, may be a very quiet girl, and that's why they're missed most of the time. When they're growing up, the parents would never describe them as hyperactive. And when they sit in class, they could be the quietest girl ever. So you can imagine when you approach the teachers and ask them to complete questionnaires, many of the girls are missed. So what we do find out is that many of the girls present with the what we call inattentive type of ADHD. So they may be sat in the class and they appear as if they're listening, but they're completely away with the fairies in the class. So there might be sitting down, the teacher would say, very quiet girl. But what you might find out is that half of the lesson, she's not taken it at all because she's been distant. She's been distracted by other things. And half of the information that's been taught in class has not been registered. So the the evidence of that is sometimes seen when As parents, you might have to say things to them several times before it registers. So you might give them an instruction and halfway down the line, they've forgotten. You repeat the instructions to them. They might get up, they might have forgotten what you asked them. They might be very impulsive as well. Some of them might be impulsive. Impulsivity means doing things or saying things without thinking about it, or or taking actions without thinking about it. They may be very forgetful. They may have difficulties with organizing themselves. So they may be the ones that lose things all the time. So the typical younger child with attention problems and disorganization might be the child that every school year, most of the things are lost, or every day you can't find, you know, one thing or the other. Things are lost very frequently. They're chaotic. Um, you really have to be doing much more than you would be for another child without ADHD. Now, girls with ADHD um, also might be might struggle academically, and it's not because they do not have the ability to learn, but it's just their distractibility. And their poor organization and forgetfulness means that they lose chunks of the information that is being taught in class. So they're not disruptive. They're sitting nicely in the class, but they're just not there. And if this happens year on year, year on year, you can imagine that girl will struggle and fail Now, one of the other things that's common in children, particularly girls with ADHD, is that they have a lot of emotional symptoms. So they have difficulties regulating their emotions. They can get upset and distressed quite easily. And they also have lots of mood problems. So they can get lots of anxiety in addition to their ADHD symptoms. And for some of them who haven't had their symptoms picked up early, they can become so frustrated because if they're not achieving, they've got the ability to achieve, but they get frustrated with themselves about not being able to achieve. And year on year, they know I can do this thing, but they just struggle. Then they get very distressed, they get emotional, they get anxious. Some of them get depressed. Unfortunately, when they get anxious and depressed, when they get to being assessed, people have not thought about what would have led them on to the anxiety and depression. So some of these girls have ended up being treated with antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication without people actually exploring what was the thing that got them to the point where they are. So it's very important that we stress that the inattention can be so impairing in girls. Even in their friendship groups, they might be having conversations with their friends and they can be so distracted that they are not following up on conversations and their friends can be very upset with them. So imagine girls in a group, they're having a chat and one seems to go distant all the time. The other friends are looking at her, they get frustrated with her and they might have fallouts. And so, you find such girls sometimes being isolated because friends cannot keep up with the fact that they get so distracted and not engaging. So it's important that we do not think about ADHD as just being hyperactive. You can also get inattentivity in, inattentiveness in boys. It can happen in boys as well. But because boys present with more physical behavior and externalizing behaviors, you then get them being diagnosed early. You do also get girls who are hyperactive and impulsive. And we have seen lots of those girls as well. But a lot of the girls get missed because when sometimes we The parents come and say something is wrong and we write to the school to provide information on how the child is doing. The school say, no, there is no problem at all. She's very well behaved. She's very good in class. No trouble at all. So the school do not provide the information that is relevant to actually make the diagnosis. This is why it's important that the awareness is not just for the parents, but for the schools, to schools to be able to pick up the children, especially the girls with ADHD. And I've mentioned that when they don't get diagnosed on time, they can go on and develop other mental health problems. And that's because of the frustration they have. And you can imagine as parents, they can grow up to be very... um. You know, dysfunctional parents. They could be very chaotic. They could struggle to also get their children um, organized and struggle to deal with family life, keeping appointments, both at school and otherwise, following up on their children's health. So it is so important that we diagnose these girls so that they can get the support they need. So, To summarize, in this series, we've discussed ADHD and girls. We've talked about the fact that girls can have both hyperactive impulsive, but they can also have the inattentive ADHD, which is common in them. We've talked about the fact that they are not commonly picked up because they are not causing any trouble. We've talked about the impact it can have on their learning and social life And we've talked about the fact that it can result in them developing mental health problems. So I do hope this has been of benefit to you. And I welcome any questions and queries on this. And please direct them to eim at drtacon.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for listening and looking forward to seeing you in our next series. Thank you. As we always say, early intervention leads to better outcome. And early intervention can only be achieved by early diagnosis. So thank you for listening into the series today. Uh, I know some of the things we've talked about today would probably have generated some questions or need to seek clarification. So I'm happy to take questions and I'll invite you to send your questions to E I M at Dr. Thank you for listening in.